the end of the top of the Ahmed Bays to the Mishnah. It's it's something very unique. But I just want about not now. I can't go into it now. But the Bnei Yisachar has a whole arichus where. The end of yesterday's daf, we saw there was Rav Yochanan who was makbid that people quote him because he was the one who said in the name of Shem that if you quote a Talmud Chacham after he passed away, it's Tzvas of Davis Bekever. True, but his point is oh, so his point is that no, and also no, also the Bnei Sister holds that when you quote a Talmud Chacham, it's that Talmud Chacham being mekayim mitzvah through you. So he has the opportunity to learn Torah, both alive or passed away. But it's interesting, he has a whole arichas, I don't remember the details right now, but the machloikas that they quoted to try to calm Rav Yechanan down was about uh, um, a, a door bolt that had a knob on it. He has a whole shtickle Torah of Bnei Sassu to explain why it was that thing that was involved in this machloikas, but again, it's not for now. Let's pick it up from Daf Tzadi Zayin Amit Aleph. Um, Rav Yitzchak ben Zira, four lines into the page. Vitema Shimon Nezira, Maikra, what is the source that you should quote a Tamachacham? Because the Pasuk says, Vechichech Kiyayin Hatayv, that the words of Torah are sweet like wine. Hailech Ladaidi Mesharim, Daiviv Safasa Yishanim. Okay, let me, this is going to be, let me scroll for that one. So the Pasuk says like this The Pasuk says, Vechichech Kiyayin Hatayv, Hailech Ladaidi Mesharim, Daiviv Safasa Yishanim. The words are like choice wine. It goes to my beloved with sincerity, moving the lips of those who sleep in the grave. The puzzle describes how the words of Torah are moving the lips of those that sleep in the grave. And the puzzle describes the words of Torah like grapes. Just like a mass of grapes. When you press it, the, 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 the liquid bubbles to the top. So too it is when you quote a Tamil Chacham in this world, his uh, in sh- uh, underground, his, his lips start moving and bubbles to the top. Okay, fine. Now, this next... Did you say that the, their bodies don't decompose? Oh, that's a good point also. That's why maybe it's a good accurate, uh, accurate depiction. That's a good point. Um, so now the next line of the Mishnah... The next part of the, uh, it's interesting, when, um, when, I, when I learned the Mishnah, I was thinking about this, and I realized the back and forth of the Gemara is it's a pretty, you know, clear back and forth. The Mishnah said that a nine-year-old is a katan, obviously, and we had all these halachas that a katan's bia is like maimer, but when you're 13, you're an adult. But that's not really true. It's when you're 13 and have Shtei Cyrus. The Mishnah said, when you're 20 without Shtei Cyrus, you're like a nine-year-old, meaning a 20-year-old without Shtei Cyrus is a katan. Here's the problem. If you remember, a 20-year-old that doesn't have Shtei Cyrus, and the Gemara is going to ask this, wasn't a 20-year-old without Shtei Cyrus a Sris? And a Sris is an adult. I mean, you're telling me that a 20-year-old without Shtei Cyrus is still a Katan, he's still immature in Halacha. I thought at some point you're just considered a Sris, and a Sris is a Gobel. So the Gemara asks Kasha, Raminu, you're telling me that a 20-year-old without Shay Cyrus is a katan. I thought a 20-year-old without Shay Cyrus is a god who's a sris. The Brahisa says, Ben Esim Shana Shalehebi Shay Cyrus. If you have a 20-year-old that did not have Shay Cyrus, Yavu Rayu Shuben Esim. He has to prove that he's 20 years old, right? He has to prove with the birth records, with the passports, that he's 20 years old. Buasris. And seemingly, the way you read that is, now he's a sris. And therefore, Loy Khailat Flimiyabim. 
So doesn't it sound like a 20-year-old is automatically Isuris? Same thing with Bas Esrim Shana Shalahivi Shesairus Yaviraishi Bas Esrim Vihailinus Lichas Limis Yabemis. So doesn't it prove that a 20-year-old is automatically Isuris? The answer is no. No, 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 no. When it says that a 20-year-old is Isuris, no, it means a 20-year-old that has Simon Isuris. There are other Simonim. Meaning, if you don't have Shesairus and you're 20, you're not Isuris, you're a child. If you're 20 years old without say Cyrus and others see money Cyrus, then you're a Cyrus. The point is that a Cyrus is not a Cyrus before the age of 20. Once you're the age of 20 without say Cyrus, you're not automatically a Cyrus. You're potentially a Cyrus, but you also could be a cotton. If you have others see money, then you're a Cyrus. So when it says who are Cyrus, it doesn't mean you're automatically a Cyrus. It means if you have see money Cyrus, then you're a Cyrus at the age of 20. The Gemara says, It says, That means that he is the, he was proven to be a Suris. Now, so that means that if you're a 20-year-old without Simonim, but you don't have the other Simone Suris, which if you remember, a high-pitched voice, uh, urine doesn't uh, bubble, whatever the other Simonim. If, let's say, you're 20 years old without Shtei Cyrus, and no Simone Suris, you're a Katan, how far will that go? What if you're 30? What if you're 40, 50? Like, what? You don't have the Simone Sris, but you don't have Shay Cyrus. At some point, we have to say, you're an adult. So the Gemara says, Until the majority of your life. Now, how do you know how long you're going to live? The answer is the majority of a human being's life, right? 70 years, Dodamel says, is the years of a person, which means the majority is 36. Once a person hits 36 years old, if he does not have Shay Cyrus and he does not have Simone Sris, he is an adult. Once you're 36, you're an adult. I don't, I don't care. Shtei Cyrus, no Shtei Cyrus, you're an adult. Um, if people would come to Rava and they were above 13, or potentially above 20, oh, 20, Rashi says, if there were 20-year-olds that did not have Shtei Cyrus, so they would go to Rava and ask him what to do, Rava would look at the person and he would say, you see, not having Shtei Cyrus could be a sign that your body's not maturing. It's definitely a sign that your body's not maturing at the normal pace. That could be due to malnourishment, or it could be due to health issues. So if there was a 20-year-old that would come to Rava without Shtei Cyrus, he would look at him. If he was very thin, you should eat more. Maybe the, 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 the malnourishment is causing it. So if you gain weight, you might grow Shtei Cyrus. Ibari, and if they were overweight, he would say, you got to lose some weight. Because being obese, meaning apparently being malnourished or obese, it's both not healthy. So if you want to see whether you have Shtei Cyrus, get yourself in the best shape possible, because that could, that could solve it. Because sometimes uh, hairs fall out because you're malnourished or because you're obese. And therefore, uh, try to find the middle ground, and then we could see where the person's actually holding. Okay, new parak. Mishnah says like this, we know that once you marry a woman, you're not allowed to marry her relatives. It's also derisa, right? Once you marry a woman, you're not allowed to marry her daughter, her sister, her mother. What if you're ma'anis, a woman? Are you allowed to marry her relatives? Now, okay. The Mishnah says, Noisin alanusa valamafuta. You're allowed to marry the relatives of a woman you are ma'anis. So if you're honest a woman, you can marry her daughter. Or if you're mafata a woman, you can marry her daughter. Now, both are very strange, just practically how this would ever come to be, because whatever. But mafata is much more relevant. You should just know halachically, mafata, if a single guy and a single girl live together, it's considered mafata. Mafata means seduction. 
if, I'm assuming the guy talked her into it. So you have a very simple case. You have a guy that's, uh, that lives with a woman, uh, you know, in sin, not, not marriage. And then he'd like to marry her sister. Okay, that, that, that you could F sure see. It's still a little strange, but at least it's not... I can't fathom such a Messias that someone would take them into the family. Maybe they didn't know. But the point is, mefata. So the halacha is that if you're mefata or ma'anas a woman, so you live with them outside of marriage, you're allowed to marry their relatives. The iser of marrying the relatives is only after you marry the first one. If you never married woman A, you're allowed to marry her relatives. Okay. But the opposite is not allowed, meaning... If you marry a woman and you're ma'anis her relatives, so you marry a woman and you're ma'anis her daughter, that you're going to get the death penalty. Right? That's, that's chayv. That's chayv. Ah, you'll say, well, it's not marriage. The answer is, once it starts with marriage, then all those women are prohibited any form of relations. But when it starts with ma'anis or mefata, the other women are still allowed and you're allowed to marry them, as we'll have psukim in a moment. The Mishnah then says a very famous line. We've had this many, many times because this has to do with smuchim. You're allowed to marry a woman that your father was ma'anis or a father that your father lived with outside of marriage. And you're allowed to marry a woman that your son was ma'anis or son lived outside of marriage. There's no isra meaning. That's not your daughter-in-law and that's not your mother or your, your stepmother. That's not. That's not. You understand? That's allowed. Rav Yehuda oyser ba'anusas aviv mufutas aviv. Rav Yehuda asers and anusas aviv. So if your father lived with any woman, however, ma'anis, mafata, whatever it is, you're now allowed to marry such a woman. That's considered le'igalik knaf aviv. Knaf shara aviv. This is very famous line because we've had this many times. This is to prove that even though Rav Yehuda does not darshan smuchim and kol terakula, he darshan smuchim in devarim. That, that's, that's, we've had this many times. Let's see the Gemara. We start off in the Mishnah by saying that if you're ma'anis a woman, you're allowed to marry her relatives. But the opposite is not allowed. If you marry a woman, you're not allowed to ma'anis her relatives. And if you're ma'anis her relatives, you have misa. So the Gemara says, how do I know this? The Bright says, If you ma'anis a woman, you can marry her daughter. But but if you marry that woman, you're not allowed to live with the daughter in any form. Okay? Or many, I have a contradiction. Oh, so that means that according to our Mishnah, well, let's say, uh, ma'anis is such a, such a harsh term. Let's say mafata, yeah? You mafata a woman, so you live with a woman. Then you want to marry her daughter. According to Misha, you're allowed. Now, <laughs> I could see that being not allowed. I'll tell you why. Once you marry the daughter, right, then the woman who you originally lived with, right, you lived with Rachel. Right. You were boyfriend girlfriend with Rachel. You lived with Rachel. So you mafata Rachel. Later, you want to marry Rachel's daughter. So we said it's allowed. I could see Chazal saying it's Aser. I'll tell you why. You now married Rachel's daughter, yeah? Once you marry her daughter, if you ever live with, with the daughter's mother, Rachel, that's your mother-in-law. You already have a relationship with her. I could see Chazal saying, because you already have a relationship with this woman, to marry her daughter is a really bad idea. Because if you ever make the same mistake that you made in the past, instead of just two, two Jews making an Avera, you're living with your mother-in-law. So I could see Chazal Asering, and the truth is Chazal did Aser it. The Mishnah says, Anitan minaisha, if you've had a relationship with a woman, or there's rumors that you had a relationship with a woman, Aser bima bita b'achoisa, you're not allowed to marry the relatives. Very simple, because if you marry the relatives, you're going to be at every simcha with these people. And, and if you live with them, instead of what it was in the past, and, and now you, you, you chayv misa. So Chazal said, no good. 
So the question is, why does the Mishnah say it's mutter when Chazal said that it's Aser? So the Gemara says, Midr The answer is, you're right, it's Aser der Abanon. So the question is, so why does our Mishnah say it's mutter? Our Mishnah says noisin, it's mutter. You're telling me it's Aser der Abanon, but the Mishnah says mutter. So what's going on? So the answer is, Kitanan Masnisen Lachar Misa. The answer is, it's Taka Aser der Abanon. Why does our mission say it's motor lechachila? Because our mission is referring to a case where the woman that you lived with, or the woman that you lived with, the woman that you li- the wo- the woman that you lived with already died. Meaning, you live with Rachel, so technically minatayra you can marry Rachel's daughter. But as I said, it's a really bad idea because once you marry Rachel's daughter, if you ever make the mistake of it's the mother-in-law, so Chazal asked it. So why does our mission say it's motor? The answer is the cases where Rachel died. Once Rachel dies, meaning once the woman that you lived with dies, there's obviously no more concern. That's when our mission says it's mutalachachila. Okay. So, what's the source that if you're ma'anis a woman, you're allowed to marry her relatives, but if you marry a woman, you're not allowed to ma'anis her relatives? Where, what's the source in Psukim for such a distinction? The Gemara says, uh, How do I know this? When it comes to most arayas, it says Alashan Shriva, which is the actual relations is Asr. But when it comes to this concept of marrying the relatives of your wife, it says Kicha, which means you're not allowed to marry the relatives of your wife, Kicha. Not just marrying the relatives of a woman that you lived with. It says Kicha, which is Lashan Kedushan. To tell you that it's only Asr if you marry the woman. So if you ma'anis a woman, so there's no kicha, you're allowed to marry the relatives. If you marry the woman, so this kicha, you're not allowed to ma'anis the relatives. So I mean, the distinction is from the word kicha. Kicha implies kedushin. Okay, here's the problem. It says kicha by the sister. It says kicha by your sister. So does that mean that you, it's only Asr if you live with your sister after kedushin? Kedushin is not even typhus. So you tell me kicha means kedushin exclusively, but it says kicha by your sister. What do you have to say that by the sister? It doesn't really mean kicha. Oh, so the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, So it says yikach over there. You're telling me yikach always means kedushin. So you're telling me that you're allowed to live with your sister. It's only also if you mekadesh your sister, then live with her. So it's, it's crazy. So it says no. The answer is kicha in the Torah um, has multiple meanings. It could either mean kedushin or it could mean living together. When in a context kedushin is possible, it means kedushin. When in a context it could only mean living together, it only means living together. You see, when it comes to your sister, it can't mean kedushin because kedushin is not typhus by your sister. So kicha over there has to mean living together. So kicha has multiple meanings. It could mean kedushin or it could mean living together. You have to look at the context. In the context of this pasuk, it means kedushin. In the context of this, it has to mean living together because you have no choice. What do you mean? No, that it's only usher to marry the relatives when you marry the first woman. Right. Because it says kicha by the first woman. So it means that the, you started with Rachel through Kedushin. Right. Then you're not allowed to marry the sisters. I, maybe kicha, maybe, no, maybe kicha just means living together. If you live with A, you can't live with her relatives. The answer is... Marrying that first person. Exactly. That's the first source. Another source... Rava Omar, It's another source. The pastor says you're not allowed to marry your granddaughter. 
the implication is that you're allowed to marry your wife's granddaughter. Right? It says your granddaughter is also. The implication is that your wife's granddaughter is mutter. But, uksiv ervas yishubitaloi segales, basmanaz basmitaloi sikach. The Pasuk also says you're not allowed to marry your wife's granddaughter. So, what's the explanation? The answer is if you makadish a woman, you're not allowed to marry her granddaughter. If you're ma'anis a woman, you're allowed to marry her granddaughter. That's the answer. So, so Gemara says, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's only, right, we're saying that if you're ma'anis a woman, it's mutter to kedusha, but kedusha, you're not allowed to ma'anis. What if it's the opposite? Maybe it should be that it's mutter by kedusha, but it's only usher by, by, by rape. Maybe it's the opposite. It's not rational to think that. So the Gemara says, um, the answer is the whole by arayis is a share, which is arayis is all about rel- relations. It makes uh, being relatives to someone. It makes more sense that the Torah would answer a woman who you married's relatives as opposed to a woman that you lived with once their relatives. Makes more sense. Correct. Okay, weiter. We'll get to the end of the Amid, and then the fun starts. It's bonkers. Uh, the Gemara, it's just, it's, you'll see, it's, it's ridiculous. The Gemara continues like this. The Gemara says, Amrav Gidol Amrav. My time is Rav Yehuda. What's Rav Yehuda's shita based on that you're allowed to be married, you're not allowed to marry a woman that your father was ma'anis? What's up, shot? The pastor says you're not allowed to marry your stepmother, your mother. So, and you're not supposed to be with a woman who is with your father. What does that mean? Even a woman who your father is ma'anis is also. How do I know that this pasuk is referring to anis? How do I know this pasuk is referring to anusim? Because look at the previous pasuk. The previous pasuk says... The previous pasuk says, right? You have two pasukim. You have the last pasuk in Parachav Beis of Devarim is talking about rape. The next pasuk is talking about the living with your with your father's uh, woman was with your father. So Smuchim tells you that the woman who was with your father is through Oynes. So if your father's man, it's a woman. You're not allowed to be. You're not allowed to be. The Rabbanon, why don't they agree with that? The Rabbanon, you have a samachid Amrit. Hashaloi samachlei. They say that the problem is like this. It's not exactly. Um, there's a there's a, a line in between the smuchim, right? The pasuk in pasuk haftes talks about rape. The next pasuk says lo yikach ishes ishes aviv, knaf aviv. The smuchim is for the second half of the pasuk. The first half of the pasuk separates it, so they don't feel that that's exactly smuchim. Smuchim has to be that there's no words in between. So lo yikach ishes ishes aviv is mafsik. So what is the pasuk referring to? It's not referring to smuchim. So what is the pasuk answering? If it's not answering a woman, your father was ma'anis. It was referring to Rav Onan. The case is your father was waiting to do Yibam. Your uncle died, and a woman and the woman was waiting to do Yibam by your father, and you lived with her. That's what the pasuk is answering. That's what the pasuk is answering. So the Galak Knafoviv is answering the woman who's waiting to do Yibam with your father. Here's the problem. You know who that woman is? It's your aunt. So forget about forget about Shemeris. And by the way, also and also it's a woman waiting to do Yibum. So like forget that woman you're never allowed to live with is a lav. There's a lav, which not Ish, her husband died. But she's a Oh yeah, okay, fine. So it's a Shemeris Yavim. So you have the Lav of a Shemeris Yavim. Oh, you came in right in time. Lav of Shemeris Yavim. 
and it's your aunt. No, this is not. This is a fun story. So it's, it's a shemeres yavim, and it's your aunt, and now it's like al kanaf oven. So the question: What do you need that for? It's already asked for multiple reasons. The answer is lavar of shnei lavim, lavar of shloish lavim. So the Gemara says, "Umay kanaf oviv, kanaf roi lavim leigal." Typically, mishum didase. What about the fact that your aunt? It's lavar of shnei lavim, two lavim. I typically mishum yivam leshuk. What about the fact that it's a woman waiting to yivam? So every woman waiting to yivam now little. The answer is lavar of shloish lavim. Or or perhaps we're talking about a case where it's after Misa, meaning your father already died. So therefore, she's not, it's not, she's not like Shavu but it's still Aser because it's like Galakanafav. So you bring like another copy? Correct. <laughs> yes, Adam's not going to be on the, the, the court case for that one. Now, okay, now if you turn to Tafsadi Zion of a base, I have the article in front of me because I could not do this. My 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 little brain is not capable of doing this. The Gemara gives seven riddles, riddles of I am. Oh no no, so I'll tell you. It's I am my sister and I am my. Aunt. It's literally what you thought Yevamis was like. It's the caricature of Yevamis. Is this Ahmed? It's seven riddles. Now look at Tysus. Tysus asks, "What is the purpose of these riddles?" So Tysus says, "Kol elu hamaisim loy lachmidi." You don't actually learn anything from these riddles. El lechuvas hatzadukim. It's to respond to tzedukim. The tzedukim used to think <clears throat> they wanted to try to show Torah scholars that they're very smart. So they would make these riddles to Rabbonim, and if the Rabbonim couldn't answer, the Rabbonim looked foolish. So the Gemara gives answers to these riddles to, to, you know, to, so that the Rabbonim have answers. But these are not halachically relevant at all. Yeah, yeah, they did fine. So... The, <laughs> Magically, they did fine. Okay, riddle number one. My paternal brother, th- th- this person is my paternal brother, and he's also my stepfather. So my paternal brother is my stepfather. And I'm his stepdaughter. So my paternal brother is my stepfather. That's the riddle number one. <laughs> it's like a game show. So the answer is, how is this possible? Yeah, yeah. So this is riddle number one. So it's it's the paternal. My paternal brother is my stepfather. The answer is It's possible if you don't hold like Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda Asers living with a woman that your father was 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 attacked. If you hold that you're allowed to, so your father attacked a woman, uh, had had a had a daughter. Oh, my father. Fine. Your father lived with a woman in sin. Had a daughter. Then you married her, so your husband. So your your your. So your you married your. It's it's your. Yes. Yeah, so your father. So your so your husband is your brother, and your father is your is your step. Yeah. So the um. Yeah. So the the. I'm just gonna read the arts girl. Yeah. Don't worry. This is the easy part. So the Gemara says. Um, okay. A man. Lived with a man named Yaakov, lived with a woman and had a daughter. Reuven, which is Yaakov's son, married the woman. Yeah, that's it. The daughter can therefore say that Reuven, her brother, married her mother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to. Yeah. I can't, Dad. Just, oh, just let, These are not the Gemaras I'm really going to worry about. I'm not worried about this. Oh, yeah, this is Rabbi Stefanski. 
Bekitzer Amaisa, a man uh, lived with a woman, had a, uh, Yaakov lived with Rachel, had a, had a daughter, and then Yaakov's son married the daughter. So he married his sister, but it's allowed because it wasn't in marriage. So therefore, she's saying that my paternal brother is um, my mother's, my paternal brother, and I am the, I am his wife's daughter. Yeah, and my, my father, yeah, my, my, my father is both my father and my father-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Um, second riddle. Ahu ubrihu Okay. My brother is my son. I am the sister who carried him. My brother is my son. Basically, how is your brother your son? So the Gemara says, this is not allowed. This is where a guy lived with his daughter. Brother, and had a son. So the son is both the brother and the son of this woman. Okay. Okay, riddle number three. Um, I am your sister's daughter. So, okay. So my son, um, she... Her son is her uncle. Yeah, her son is her uncle. This is the only one I got, by the way. I did each one yesterday trying to like figure it out before. This is the only one I got. My son is my uncle. So that's a case where someone lived with his granddaughter. He lived with his granddaughter and had a son. So the son, right, it's her son. Yeah. But because it's the pro- pro- produce, it's the, it's the byproduct of her grandfather, it's actually her uncle. So her son is her uncle, meaning it's this. Yeah. No, no, these are not allowed. These are not allowed. That's the point. That's what Tyson says. That's. I'm saying that's what Tyson says. There's no halachic ramification for this. This is just riddles that were apparently floating around at the times of the Gemara that the Gemara wanted to just have answers, so that if you ever get, uh, if ever someone comes over to you with a question, you know the answer. So the Gemara says, Those who draw pails of water, let this riddle come to your midst. It's the same thing, which is. I'm having. I'm giving birth to my son, who's also my uncle. Same thing. Okay, another riddle. Boya, boya, woe to me. This is. I, I, I'm going to say these words. It's so hard to even follow this. Okay, ma'ahu av. My brother is my father. Hubal, hubarbal. Who is my husband? Who is my husband's son? Hubailo de'em vanabart de'itzay. Who is my mother's husband, and I am his wife's daughter. I don't know. And he doesn't supply us with food. As I told you, this is like this is like a caricature of what you think Yavama says. I can't even follow this. I've tried multiple times. So the Gemara says, The cases where you have a guy who lived with his mother, and had a daughter, so that he is both her father and her brother. Then, Then he had relations with the daughter. So, he is now the no no questions. He is <laughs> he is now the husband. He is now the husband, the father, and the brother. And then the grandfather lived with her and had children. So, yeah, uh, okay. That brown safe that I lent you. Yeah, I know, I know. I saw it. It has all the pictures. 
I'll send the maybe if I, I'll send pictures of this if anyone's interested. Last two more cases, and then back to regular Gemara. You and I are siblings. My father and I are your father and I are siblings. And your mother and I are siblings. Meaning we're siblings, but I'm also siblings with your father's generation. So how is that possible? So the answer is the cases where a guy lived with his mother and had twin daughters and then lived with one of those daughters and had a son so therefore he's both, they're both siblings but he's also because it's the father living with the daughter they're also re- relatives to the to the previous generation as well no I mean if I was interested you could send it to me but I'll, I'll post it to the Duffy is it Stefanski? yeah all right um, yeah the last puzzle, the last riddle, you and I are the children of siblings. I mean, you and I come from siblings. Your father and I are children of siblings. And your mother and I are children of siblings. How is that possible? So this actually could be done halachically permissible without like incest. This is actually permissible. You have Reuven, three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven has two daughters. Shimon marries his niece. <laughs> Levi marries his niece. Va'asa bar Levi v'nasev chadem inayu. The kamerle braid the Shimon lebar braid the Levi. Shimon's son is talking to Levi's grandson. So Shimon and Levi are both brothers. They both marry their nieces. Shimon has a son. Shimon's talking to Levi's grandson. So he's speaking to his his second his first cousin once removed. And so therefore, Shimon's son says to Levi's grandson, you and I are the sons of two sisters, because they're the two daughters of Reuven. Your father and I are the sons of two brothers, Levi, and, and furthermore, your mother and I are the children of two brothers. I don't know. Back to the one. Yeah, this is what they did. Zelda, Zelda. Yeah. Instead of Pac-Man, this is what they did. Um, okay, back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah is saying like this. New Mishnah. Okay. The Mishnah is describing Gerim and their relatives when it comes to Yibam. The Mishnah says like this. You have a woman who converts with two sons. So they're all Goyim. They all go to the mikveh. So they're brothers, but they're not really brothers halachically. So the halacha is, they don't do Yibam because they're, they're, they're all converts. Once you convert, you, you restart. You're not, you're, not, you're not related to the people from before conversion. So although they're technically... If, you, if your brothers convert... You're still not brothers because you're both converted? No, well, halacha. So if your brother, if your brother dies... You have two Goyim, two sons who are not Jewish who... Well, you, we, do, we do it just just uh, ceremoniously, but no. But no, you're not related. So the Mishnah says, If two brothers convert, they don't do Yibam. Now, and, and it's funny, the Gemara at first thinks that you don't do Yibam because it's usher to do Yibam. No, the Gemara is concluded, you don't do Yibam because they're not related. You, you mean you could marry? Meaning you could marry their wives. It, it's not yibum. Meaning you're allowed to marry your 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 brother's wife. It's not because you're not related to him at all. It's not it's not yibum. It's not that there's no yibum meaning and it's also because it's your brother's wife. You're, it's not your brother's wife. You're not related. The Mishnah speaks out. Let's say you have the following scenario. You have a woman who's pregnant, not Jewish. She converts. So the baby was conceived as a non-Jew, but was born as a Jew. Then, two years later, she has another son. 
So they're maternal brothers because they share the same mother and they were both born Jews, but they don't share the same father. They're not paternal brothers because the first father was a guy. So you don't do Yibam because Yibam goes by the father. You only do Yibam if they're paternal fathers. They're not paternal fathers because they don't have... One was conceived by a guy and one was conceived by a Jew. I mean, even if it's the same people, so husband and wife convert and all that stuff, it's the same people, but they're, they're considered maternal brothers and not paternal brothers. Therefore, there's no Yibam. Okay, now the Gemara speaks this out like this. The Gemara, a lot of what I just said, the Gemara is just going to speak out. The Gemara says, Bnei Yudin Amsa, Bnei Yudin, they were these men, Ishtachar, Ishtachar, they, 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 um, they were non-Jewish slaves, they converted, Bekitza, they converted. Shaluhu Rav Achabar Yaakov Leminsev Nashid Hadali. Rav Achabar Yaakov held, you have these three brothers, yeah? And they all have wives. And then one of the brothers dies, Rav Acha felt that the brothers can marry the wives. Because they're, they're not related. They're not related. So Rav says to Rav Achabar Yaakov, who said that it's a lot, Harav Sheshes Aser. But didn't Rav Sheshes Aser it? So who Aser Vanashrina. In other words, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the way, they have this, uh, there's a tshuva from the Yudh and Simon Lamate. It's a very famous tshuva. Archaim Simon Lamate. It's a whole complicated case. Um, in the tshuva, um, someone said, I heard that you answered it. You should know the Chavaziyar was Mater. So now you're right. I don't have the Chavaziyar in front of me, but frankly, I don't really, in a nice way, I don't really care. <laughs> We're allowed to argue with each other. So, you know, it's like the, the whole shy with abortion. Ramayisha held that abortion is murder, and Tzitzliezer held that it's uh, Iser Deraisa, but it's not murder. And they had many chubas back and forth to each other. And Tzitzliezer said to Ramayisha, like, I'm surprised that you're not, you don't realize that the Chida argues on you. And I, I you know, Ramayisha never addressed it, but like, I think if Ramayisha could, he would say, okay, <laughs> like, like, very well. They're allowed to, they're achrainim, and they're allowed to argue with each other. So Roshashis and Ravachah Yaakov are arguing whether these converts are allowed to marry each other's wives after the husband dies, obviously. So the, the Gemara says like this, Min ha'av v'loy min ha'em kuli al-mapligidishari. If they're paternal brothers, but not maternal brothers, so they're all converts, but they all share the same father, but not the same mother. Then everyone agrees it's fine. Why? L- listen, they're not related anyway. The question is, should Chazal stop it because of a bad optic? Because people are going to say, well, they're Jews and they're marrying. Like You could definitely see someone saying, they're Jews and they're marrying their brother's wife. Like what? Why? Maybe I could do that. So Rashi explains that according to this view, they only ossered it when they're maternal brothers, not paternal. Why? Everyone knows they're converts, yeah? Everyone also knows that Goyim, you never can trust. We don't trust. If the woman gives birth, we don't know who the father is. So if they're paternal brothers, people will just say they're probably not even. They're probably not even related. I mean, if they're maternal brothers and they're definitely related, then it's a bad optic. But if it's, they're, they're just paternal brothers, what are people going to say? They're brothers. They're like, oh, the brothers. Well, they're, they're Goyim. Okay, they're probably not even related. So therefore, <laughs> so that's how people look at it. Therefore, it's fine. It's not even about optic because people don't even think they're related. They're just paternal brothers and they're Goyim. Eh, it's probably fine. The Gemara says, Bin Ha'av, Kuli Amali Pligi, the. I'm sorry. If they're just paternal brothers, I'm going to agree it's fine. If they're maternal brothers, I'm going to agree it's is They're both paternal and maternal. Will people, like, they're full brothers. They're full brothers. 
Meaning, so Mandashari, the one who says it's mutter, is Basar Abashadinan. People call them paternal brothers. And people are not going to remember that they're sharing the same mother. People are just going to think about they have the same father. And they're going to say they probably don't have the same father. So they're going to completely dissect that family to the point where they're not even related. People call them bar ploini, right? Ploini ben ploini. We call them by the father's name. So because people call by the father, they're not going to think about the mother. They're just going to say, oh, they're paternal brothers. They're going to say they're probably not related. Manda Osar. And Rashi no. People are also called by the son or the daughter. So he's saying right now that if they're maternal brothers only, everyone agrees it's a problem. The machlekes is paternal. Machlekes is when they're both full brothers. Ikadamri no says no. Public Ravacha by Yaakov Afilu Bachem and Aim. Umay Taima Gershin Skar Kachin Eldam. And some say no. Ravacha by Yaakov is mekel in every situation. Why? Well, what do you say? They're maternal, paternal. They're, gonna, they're converts. Everyone knows they're converts. What are you worried about? Optics? No one's going to compare what that's going on over there to a regular Jew. Everyone knows. When you convert, you restart the clock. Everyone knows that. Therefore, Rav is not worried about optics in any circumstance. Okay, the Gemara continues like this. Right now we're saying that basically, if you have two brothers who convert, and one dies, the other one can marry the wife. Even if it's not Yibum. You, you, they're not related. You can marry the wife. The problem is the Gemara understands that when the Mishnah says you don't do Yibam, the Gemara at first thinks you don't do Yibam, meaning, and it's usher to marry her. Meaning, it's your brother's wife, Shaloibam Maka Mitzvah. So, oh, you see, it's usher, and the Gemara is going to respond, no. You, you don't do Yibam, meaning there's no Mitzvah of Yibam, and you could marry her. Because she's not your brother. That's the point. They're both converts. You're not related. I mean, at first the Gemara assumes that there's no Yibam and the Mishnah means there's no Mitzvah of Yibam and therefore it's your brother's wife and it's Aser. The answer is no. There's no Mitzvah of Yibam. Yibam is not shy because you're not related and therefore you can marry her always. There's no restrictions. The Gemara says Tanan Hagirishin is Gairu Benayimah Loi Chol Tzlam Yav There's no Yibam. My time Allah Mashem Siri Does it not tell you that it's Aser? There's no Mitzvah Yibam and therefore it's Aser. The answer is Loi. The ain't a Betoras Chalitz Yibam. No, no, it's not Betoras Mitzvah Chalitz Yibam. Bishari Alma Veinu Nami Shari. It's Mutter to others and Mutter to you. Uh, so right now we're saying that the Mishnah, the whole purpose of the Mishnah is saying that it's Mutter. So now the Gemara wants to know how do you read the Mishnah when it says Afilu. I'll read this few lines and I'll explain. Hakatanu afilu i amre b'shleim asiri hanitani afilu daf agav derishin harasa shabikdusha v'lo idasa bikdusha v'asheni harasa v'lo idasa bikdusha k'shtei imoyus dami afilu hachi asiri. The Mishnah says even if one of them was fully Jewish and the other one was born Jewish but conceived as a guy, the halacha is the same. Now, if you tell me that it's aser, then it makes sense. Even though. They're both coming from the same wives, it's, uh, same mother. It's like different mothers and it's a problem. But if you're saying it's mutter, what's the afilu? Uh, the Gemara is very strange because the answer is very obvious. Even though they're both Jewish, it's still mutter because they're not paternally brothers. The Gemara says, um, The answer is, Even though they're both Jews, but Therefore you might think that it's a bad optics, afilu hachishari. It's still permitted. Um, yeah. I just want one second. Over here, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to make this point clear. In the last case, where their brothers, fully brothers, Fully Jewish, 
but one was conceived as a guy and one was born as a Jew and one was fully Jewish, you're not allowed to marry each other in that case. I want to make that clear. When the Mishnah in the end is telling you there's no Yibam in that case and she's allowed to marry others, in that case you're not allowed to marry because you are maternal brothers. That, I just want to make that clear. The only case where it's allowed is where, is where fully not Jewish and converting. But in that case where you're maternal, Rashi speaks it out. If you look at Rashi, three lines into the wide lines, uh, uh, that last case in the Mishnah is only mutter la'alma, meaning it's mutter if one of them dies, the woman's allowed to marry others because there's no, no yibam. Over there, it's definitely a problem of, of you can't marry each other. So when we said you're allowed to marry each other, it's not the last case in the Mishnah. The last case in the Mishnah just means there's no yibam. I just want to make that clear. Okay. Um, slight different version of the Gemara. Um, instead of a question and answer, just a statement. Ikadamri hachanam istabra over here makes sense. Desharu dektani afilu iam b'shleim asharu hanidektani afilu. Davagav tevay losam b'kedusha dasi lechuvisa afilu chshari eliamra siri may afilu. Davagav derish and herasa shabikedusha das b'kedusha ashin herasa v'das b'kedusha sheimos tam afilu hachi aser. The Gemara instead of has, having a question, having a question and answer, just had an attempted proof and a rejection of that proof. Okay, let's just finish up. We're saying right now. That if you marry a, if you have two brothers that convert, they can marry each other's wives after death or divorce because they're not related. Tashima, we'll end with this. The Bryce says like this: Shnei achim tuumim gerim. You have two brothers that are twins who convert. So they're goyim who convert. V'chein hamishukrorim or non-Jew slaves who who are freed, the converts. Loichoslam yamin. There's no chalitza no yim because they're not related. V'ein chayovin mushum eishes ach. And you're not chayiv mishum eshesach. Pause. We're going to finish the brayso. The Gemara wants the Gemara's question is from that line. If you're telling me something's mutter, right? In this case, you have two brothers that convert, fully goyim that convert. We said that you can marry each other's wives, meaning if one divorces, the other one can marry because they're not related. The lashon of the brayso is ein chayiv in mishum eshesach. You won't get the death penalty. The death penalty does not imply mutter. That's the Gemara's kasha. You said it's mutter. This is ein chayovin m'shom eshesach. You're not going to have to bring a carbon. Like, you're not going to get the death penalty. That doesn't seem mutter. That's the kasha. But let's finish the b'risa before we address the question. Now, this is where full converts, so they're full goyim who convert. Then the b'risa says, Let's say they're twins that converted in, in, the, in the womb. So the mother's pregnant, so she's a guy, she's pregnant with twins, she dips in the mikvah. So they're considered full brothers, they're considered Jews, but they're not paternal brothers. Meaning they're maternal brothers, they don't have a father, they don't share the same father, because the father doesn't count, the father's a guy. So there's no mitzvah of yibum. So they're full brothers, like they're not allowed to marry each other's wives, but there's technically no yibum, because yibum only goes if they're paternal brothers. They're not paternal brothers, because their father was a guy. So it doesn't count. So they're maternal brothers, but not paternal brothers. So there's no, there's no yibum, but you chayiv meshumeshasach, meaning if they marry each other's wives, the, the death penalty, because they're, they're full Jews who are brothers. They're just not technically, they're, due to technicality, they don't have yibum. Okay. So the Gemara says, And if, let's say, their parents converted before they were born, before they were conceived, just children of converts are full Jews. Okay, just to speak that out, they're full Jews. Fine. Ketani is at the end of the day, the first case, we have two non-Jews who converted, which we said you're allowed to marry their wives. It said you don't get the death penalty. Oh, 
That implies that it's not permitted. So the answer is go to the next page. The answer is the truth is it's actually permitted mamish. So why did it have that lotion of in chayavin? The answer is I did the moilimisi safe because the end of the brisa said chayiv. So the beginning of the brisa said in chayavin. But the truth is it's actually not just in chayavin. It's actually mutter. It just used that lotion for consistency purposes. I'll stop here.